Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. We've got a special episode today. We are recapping our Finnovate Europe Best of Show winners. And joining me today on the podcast, we have Ben Toth and Alex Rossianu, the founders of Propty, one of our winners here at our digital event just last week. Ben, Alex, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Hi, everyone. So for people who haven't seen your demo video yet, and for anybody who's in that category, I should say you should go and take a look at it. It's available at Finnovate.com. Um, but can you guys just give a quick background on PropT, you know, sort of that high-level summary of, uh, of, of what it is? Yeah, sure. So PropT is a property investing app. We like to call it the Robin Hood of property investing. So what we want is to get the best of property investing in, in the physical world and the best in digital world, which is like the Robin Hood of stock, you know, for stocks. We want to combine these two and make an experience for people to, to be able to invest in property from only one pound with no effort. Uh, so just download an app and then browse the market, pick individual properties, tap buy, invest as much as you want, and, and then wait every month and you're going to get rental income. So, so that's the high level idea of, of, of property. Yeah. And it's, it's a really cool platform. And I think the simplicity of it, how, how easy it is to use is something that really resonated with a lot of our audience, but let's take a big step back because I think, you know, most people would say that it's generally a good idea to try and invest in property or real estate if you can, but can you guys give your perspective on, on why you think it's so important for everybody to be able to get into this market? Yeah, you know, it's uh, so there's property uh, as, a, as an asset class and we can invest as, you know, as retail investors, anyone can invest in, in anything so far apart from property. So it's super hard to go out and, and find a house and, and then actually buy that house as an investment vehicle. So, uh, you know, we believe that it's such a fundamental asset class. It's been around for, for the longest time and we still cannot access it. So I think why it's important is that because, you know, many people, mainly high net worth individuals, make a lot of money on property. And the little guys like us and retail investors have no access to the market. And it's, uh, you know, it's a safe asset class. It's, it's high yielding and we don't have access to it. So to actually level the playing field and to cut back in terms of the, the gap in networks, I, you know, I, we believe everyone should have this access to property investing. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that's spot on. I mean, it's and as you guys pointed out in your demo, I think one of the more effective pieces of the demo was sort of when you're saying, you know, I want to buy uh, cryptocurrency, I want to invest in stocks. There's apps for these pieces. There, there hasn't been an app for this type of of property investing when it comes to you know, really being able to, as you say, invest with just one pound, you know, starting at that level, and then whatever you can get into still kind of buys you into the game, basically. So I think I sort of get a sense of where this is, but I'll ask the question anyway. You know, when, when you guys designed this, what group were you really hoping to reach with this technology? Or, or maybe put another way, who do you think has the most to gain from PropT? Uh, I'm going to say people like us. That's been our uh, mindset from the beginning. We, we need to solve a problem that we have. And it is something that we've wanted to have for a long time. But also we're trying to capitalize on the new trends. So if you look around, there's tons of new investing apps. 
And in particular, millennials, they're starting to care more about investing, about finance, stocks. And yeah, we, we think it's a great time to bring something new on the market. Yeah, and you know, it's 46 years of age, the, the average first time buyer for a buy to let property. So, so basically, when you start working around 20, 24 years of age, you can, I mean, you need to wait more than 20 years to get into property investing. And that's just shocking because, you know, you can start investing your money into anything, you know, without any education. So you can invest in any altcoins or cryptocurrency <laughs> without any education on, on, on your side. And there's a, an asset class that we fundamentally uh, know and, and have experience with, such as property, and you need to wait 20 plus years and work super hard to be able to get that mortgage to buy the property. So I think that's, that's super inequal and we need to make it better for everyone. Well, and certainly I think you can say the property investment industry has been really high, has had really high barriers to entry, right? There's, there's, it's been really difficult for people to, you know, become a player to, to get to a point. And honestly, that, that number you said 46 years old is that is not surprising that that sort of sounds correct. But at the same time, to your point, you know, this is maybe 20 years later than, than you could theoretically get into this. And, and, and here's, I think, one of the things that I've always really enjoyed about fintech as a whole, which is this kind of democratization of access to these investment categories, to these assets that you can hold. And I think you know, we, we've seen people kind of playing around with real estate. And, and there's been a couple of other plays who people have tried to sort of open the door there, but it's been a really difficult uh, a really difficult one to crack because there are so many different elements to it. And, and this kind of brings me to my next question. You know, obviously a best of show win at Finnovate, I think is going to open a lot of doors for you, but what do you see as being kind of the biggest hurdles you're facing right now as you look to grow and, and really get into this ecosystem? Uh, that's got to be regulation. <laughs> you yeah, know, sure. we are used to just, building something, connecting to APIs, creating an app, a website, and then putting it out there, actually uh, giving it to people and then using it without hurdles. And now in FinTech, we find out that there are so many rules. You basically need a permission for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the uh, things we're trying to figure out right now. Yeah, Has that been a steep learning curve for you guys just on the regulation side of piece? I mean, I guess I'll ask another question. Where are you kind of getting your advice for uh, as far as making sure that you're compliant and everything? It is it is a steep learning curve. <laughs> the, the, the FCA handbook is quite long, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we do, so we started reading the handbook ourselves and we started got, getting into it deeper and deeper. So that's one way we get our information. But Obviously, we're not lawyers, so we're also quite um, limited in how much we can rely on ourselves for for, for this. So we, we do talk to lawyers as well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, our tactic actually that works quite well is to to try and offer partnerships, or you know, go to them and ask what you know, how can we work together, and what are the licenses we need in the certain areas. And since they are lawyers, they would tell you for free, you know, believing that they are, you know, there's a partnership coming up mm -hmm. and we want to partner with these guys and they help us a lot in this. So, so, so I think that's a good, good way to just, you know, go out there and talk to people who are like older experienced guys in the market and they exactly know what you need because 
you know, it takes a long time to get to that level. You need long years of experience, studying law and all these things that we yeah. don't have. And, and we know that we don't have it. So, yeah, I think that's a good recognition on your part that you need to go out and get this expertise. And honestly, again, this follows a really kind of tried and true pattern in the fintech space where you get innovators, people who want to say, you know, I want to build this, I want to create something. And then you can kind of temper that with the experience of people who can come at it from a compliance standpoint, um, from the compliance side, which is, I think, really helpful that that partnership that being able to kind of marry those two sets of expertise together. You know, I know another th piece that's kind of probably an ever present concern for you guys is, is sort of fundraising. How, how's fundraising going for you? How's that been it's weird because it's fintech so normally vcs want to see some working prototype and some product that's in the market for you to be able to fundraise a lot easier than just with the concept but for that in fintech you need to have all the rules and you need to comply with all the you know, you need to have all the authorization and you need to comply with all the rules out there. So, and to get that, you need funding. So, so you know, it's right to crash, crash 22 situation when, when you need to get the funding to get the rules, but you need to get, I mean, and, and you need to get authorization to get the funding. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, it's, it's, it's quite hard because some VCs say, yeah, we would be interested once you have FCA authorization. Some other VCs say that once you have, I don't know, 10,000 customers and X amount of properties, then we would invest. But, you know, it's super hard to find someone who would take a bet uh, and, and, you know, and, and actually fund us before we launched. Sure. So, so yeah, no. if... If anyone out there listening and wants to, <laughs> to find yeah. you know, us, just hit me up at bennettrop.io. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there may be an opportunity for uh, for the right type of VC to, to get involved. I think it's a good point to, to just bring up now. So I, I want to end the conversation with something that's a little bit lighter because I think there's, uh, for, for people who've been listening here, you probably get a sense that these, these two guys uh, obviously are very comfortable with each other. You guys made the decision to become roommates. And over the course of the last year, obviously this decision who you room with is is no small uh, decision because you end up spending kind of all day every day with the people who uh, are inside the same four walls as you um, how do you think that decision has has impacted you i mean i could certainly argue that there's a lot of benefit in being kind of locked in together and really being able to focus and concentrate but i'm also positive there must have been times when you guys needed some space and wanted to just kind of take a break knowing what you know now is this an experience that you would recommend to other fintech founders? Well, first of all, we don't share the same room. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. We're actually housemates. Yeah. But uh, to answer your last question, so whenever we need some time apart, we just go to our rooms and that's fine. We both need uh, some time on our own. But most of the time, we, we just we turn our living room into an office. We each have our own uh huge desks with yeah. the hardware on them and the what i like the most about this setup is that it's so easy to work together and collaborate and, and talk and fight or draw something or <laughs> <laughs> discuss ideas discuss the yeah. fca handbook yeah i think i would say it highly depends on the personalities and because you know with others we were friends for more than three years or four years before we actually moved together and and we knew that it would work. I mean, we didn't know, but we had this feeling that, you know, it's going to work out because, you know, you, you need to let a few things grow and <laughs> and then you are going to be fine. But, you know, if, if the actual mission is to, to work on something and, and the mission is bigger than your needs, like, for example, if you want the other person to clean up the dishes, 
and it's not clean, then you know you, you just live with it because you know that you need to work and that's more important. And you trust the other person that that person is going to clean up the dishes, for example. Of, and of and, course, yeah. of course, you would say this because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, of course, this, this all sounds very suspicious at the moment. Yes. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah, but you know, I think it's amazing and and. And, you know, talking, you know, frankly, I, I don't like talking on Slack all the time and I don't really like these digital conversations. We prefer working together and, 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 and that's, you know, so far it worked out well. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you guys are substantially farther ahead than you would be if you had been in separate places for the past year, you know, being yeah. able to see each other on a day in day out basis and yeah. really focus in. I think you you can tell, you know, my, my first impression when I got on the line with you guys for our, our first coaching call back in, in the day, which, you know, was, I guess just two months ago, but it seems like a longer ago now, but I was instantly struck. You guys are on the same page. And I think that's one of those pieces that for any founder or uh, partners who are starting a new company, it's really crucial to just be on the same page. And of course, there are going to be times where you have disagreements, not usually about the dishes, but um, <laughs> it's, there's going to be aspects that, that are difficult. And so I think it's just a really unique experience that you guys have had. And, and I think there's something to be said for that, to just kind of, you know, getting locked in together and really focusing. And, and, and I think that's, it's really cool. And, and what you've been able to produce, I think, speaks very highly of, of how the experience has been for you both. And, you know, I think one more thing to add there is, is, is you need to be oh, honest yeah. and, and, and I think it's, you know, when, so, so I can trust Alex that whenever he talks with somebody about a you know, potential partnership or a customer interview or whatever he's doing, he's going to do, you know, in a way that I would prefer him to do so or not. If it's not, then, then he's going to tell me that, you know, I did this wrong or, or he would ask me like, what did, did he do? You know, how was it? You know, we are honest with each other and we ask for feedback from each other and, and we learn together and that's super important i think and yeah and, you know so so i don't know for example last time i had a, an investor call and then you know he listened to it and then i asked him right away okay did i do something wrong you know what's your feedback let's improve together and i think once you can create this culture uh, you are a, a lot better yeah. No, I, as I said, I think that's really valuable and, and it's really good for both of you, I'm sure, to be able to um, you know, take on this journey with somebody that you obviously like and enjoy spending time with, but also who's there to kind of just push you and to make yeah. sure that you're continuously improving and that you're you know, saying things you want to say. Um, well, well, that is all the time we have for today. Um, as I said at the outset, do go check out their video at finnovate.com slash videos. The company is called PropT, P-R-O-P-T-E-E. -E, and I've been talking with Ben and Alex, the co-founders. Thank you again for joining us. This has been a great conversation and congratulations again on winning best of show. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Greg. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.